Good morning, you guys. It is March the 1st. It's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy first of the month. Happy March. I hope March is full of good things and good promises for you all. Uh, For me personally, I feel really good about March. I feel like March is my new beginnings month. That's kind of strange, isn't it? Because you would think January would be like my new beginning month. But I feel like March is. I feel like March is a month of newness for me. It's a month of growth. So I'm very excited to see March come in. And not to mention, springtime happens in March in my book in Georgia. Spring happens in March. So I'm very excited to see some of this cold weather go away and some of these warmer breezes to kind of come in and kind of feel my soul and the environment. I'm super ready for that. I definitely wanted to take the opportunity to apologize this week because I left you guys without an episode last week. Had a lot going on. It was a lot of mental health things going on. It was a lot of life stuff happening. Um, and I'm going to get more into that in actually the next two episodes because it's kind of tailored around that. So I'm not going to talk too much about it now. But one thing that I wanted to make sure that I do, I wanted to thank you guys for just your patience and waiting until I kind of got myself together to come back. I'm not even going to lie. This week has not been trending that much better thus far. And it's only Tuesday. (laughs) It started off a little rocky on Monday. Okay. Monday was Monday and like no other. So I almost started not to do an episode this week as well. But I'm like, wait, listen, it's the first of the month. I've already missed one week. I'm a woman of my word. I already put on my Insta story that you guys would have a podcast episode by March 1st. And by golly, that is what I'm going to do. So I was like, you know what? When the lights is on, it's time to perform. So here we go. Episode eight podcast. Are you ready? Of course you are. So this week we have a DM question that I think all of us have experienced. And I know I say that every week, but you know what? That's the whole point of this podcast is familiar hearts, because usually these are topics, scenarios, issues that most of us, most of us have gone through at some phase or another in life. We might even be currently going through it and trying to navigate and find a way out of it. So the thing I love about this podcast is because it gives us an opportunity to look into the window of somebody else's life. It also gives us the opportunity to look into the mirror and see which parts of whatever somebody else is going through resonates with us. And as we're talking through these situation and issues, we might be able to take some pieces of information that we can use. We might not be able to use all of it, but we might be able to use a little bit of it and apply it here to make this situation better or different, right? So that's what I love about the podcast. So this is a non-judgmental space for my new listeners who are tuning in. For my old listeners, my tenured folk, y'all already know what it is when you come to the podcast. (laughs) You know how we flow. You know how we doing it. So I'm about to read the DM question for this week. It is short, um, but it's it's something that I, I think was a really good one for us to talk about today. And literally, I could have named the title of this episode anything. I could have named it anything. But I decided to go with bad vibes because that is a very catchy phrase that all the millennial folk are saying, all the Gen Z babies are saying. So it's bad vibes is the episode of this today's of today's podcast. So are you ready? Of course you are. Let's get into it. Episode eight. 
So the DM question reads, Dear Manda Panda, I need your life coaching skills in this situation. I have a friend who hasn't been friending lately. I've been picking up on some bad vibes. Here is what I mean. My friend and I share everything together. We talk about our day. We share our clothes. We always go to lunch together. We even do double dates together, the whole nine. That's my bestie, or at least that's what I thought. Lately, I've been going through a little bit of craziness in my life. My job is demoting me due to a new educational requirement that I must have in order to keep my position. And on top of that, the basement of my house just flooded and it's going to cost me thousands of dollars that I don't have. I just needed to talk to my best friend about it. So I called her a few times and she didn't answer. When I said I called her a few times, I actually called her over a two to three day time span and she didn't answer and we talk every day. When she finally did answer, she told me that I was never qualified to have that position in the first place at work and that I shouldn't have had a house with a basement anyway because I just didn't deserve that type of house. I should have got a small apartment or something. Now, her responses hurt me. That wasn't what I expected or what I needed to hear in that moment. To add more context, over the past few months, she's been rude to me and has been making remarks about my recent weight gain. I've noticed anytime I speak positively about something, she never joins in or either she cuts her eyes at me and just goes, "Mm mm-hmm. I would never treat my friends that way or say things to her the way that she does to me. I am so so disappointed. I expected more out of her. I'm reevaluating our friendship. I just don't need that type of energy in my life. Can you give me some perspective? Of course I can. Honestly, from what I've been reading, it sounds like you have pretty good perspective on was kind of happening and kind of what you need and the things that you expect and girl as I was reading that it's it's quite a few different like things I wanted to throw out there at you so when I read your DM I was like okay there are so many different kinds of advice I can give you literally I can take this podcast episode anywhere because it's just so many different little gems when it comes to friendships and expectations and things that we need that I was like, okay, what direction do I want to go in? So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to give you the very cliche, catchy, phrasy advice first, but then we're going to really get into the specifics of defining different things. And I'll explain what I mean later. So here's the catchy, cliche advice. Girl, you can't expect people to be how you are. You can't expect you out of people. That's advice number one. Number two, somebody look at you with a side eye, somebody crazy, they ain't really pulling for you. That's like they're an undercover hater. That's the second advice. (laughs) The third advice is some people just don't want to be happy for you because they're not happy. The fourth advice is her response may have not had anything to do with you in particular. You said she didn't answer for a few days. It could have had something to do with what she was going through. And sometimes people project what they're going through onto us. And if we don't know any better and we if we haven't actually, you know, thought outside of our internal selves, we think that, you know, it has something to do with us. But the truth is it has something to do with what they're going through, but they're just putting it off on you. So those are my like little cliche advice that I can give you, right? Very short answers make sense, right? 
But I wanted to dig a little deeper when I was reading this because I wanted to kind of teach people about some things that I don't think they thought about. And I don't really think you've realized some things too. So there are some realizations that you must come to about people in life that's going to help you get through this. And I wanted to go over two very specific things with you. So listeners, this is where you get your pen. This is where you get your paper because I'm about to break it down for you like I always do. So the very first thing that I wanted to talk to you about is I wanted to talk to you about the manual. And I want all of my people who are taking notes to put into parentheses the expectation. Or you can flip-flop it. You can put the expectation and then put the manual in um, parentheses. So I want to talk about the definition of what an expectation in a manual is. So an expectation is really a strong belief that something will happen or that will be the case in the future. Okay, I got a trip to Jamaica coming up. I expect to lose some weight. <laughs> That's my expectation. A manual is a book of instructions. It's a how-to guide. It's a handbook. It's a policy. A manual tells us how to do something or shows us the correct way that something should be done. So as I get ready to explain and break these down, I want you to keep those two definitions in your mind um, because what we're about to do is we are about to put them into context, right? Let's talk about an expectation. So an expectation in itself is not necessarily wrong. It's not a bad thing. I want to make that very clear before I go into my my explanation that expectations are not bad. And that is particularly true when they are put in the right environment. So there's a certain place for expectations. So let's talk about the right place for them. So a good place to have an expectation in in a, in a proper setting is at work, right? If you work eight hours a day, then you expect your employer to pay you for eight hours of work. If you study all day for a test, then surely you expect to do well on an exam. If you eat right and you work out and you follow the regimen that your personal trainer said, then you expect to lose weight. So in those circumstances, expectations make sense because a direct action is tied to a direct result. If I do this, then this will happen. That's a standard expectation in a regular setting. Okay, so that's what an expectation looks like in general. If I do that, that's going to happen. If I do this, this is going to happen. That's that's what it looks like. Now, the tricky part about life is <laughs> always a curveball, right? The tricky part is when you actually add humans and personal relationships into an equation with an expectation because that's when it started get it starts to get a little cloudy, okay? So, of course, you know, this podcast, the whole point of it is to show that we're more alike than different. However, you know, we still have to recognize that all of us come from different backgrounds and different experiences. And as a result of that, we have different expectations for how people, for how we expect people to respond and how we expect people to act. Now, here's a personal example. This is from my own life. Now, this is an actual real life difference of opinion that me and my partner has. My partner believes it is their responsibility to take out the trash when they come over. While it is appreciated, I feel like I can take out my own trash. Now, from a shallow perspective, I'm 100% sure that my partner thought that I was just being difficult and I was just trying to like take the lead and I was just trying to be naturally controlling and not let them do something. However, 
The truth is that I come from four generations of strong black women who literally had no men in the family. There are no men in my family, nothing but girls. We produce nothing but girls. So these are the same women that I watch cook, clean, take out the trash, change the oil in the car. I watch them put on brakes. I watch them cut grass. Like you name a task and there's a woman in my family that can do it without calling a man. I promise you. So to me, taking out the trash is really thoughtless and as effortless as breathing. I don't think about it. It's not even my radar as like an issue for me to do that. I got two legs. I got two hands. If the trash need to be taken out, I don't expect nobody to take it out. If I see it, I'm going to take it out. So that is how our experience and our backgrounds work. We expect different things based off how we were raised the environment, the region, the culture, and all of that good stuff. So in addition to our experience and backgrounds, people can also be like really finicky and unpredictable. What does that mean? It means that depending on our mood, our circumstances, our epiphanies, our reasons why, what we want and what we expect can change at any given time. So if that can happen then that will change the expectation of the people around us. So like, here's a rhetorical question. If and when those expectations change, is it fair to everybody around us to shift what they should do based off what we now expect? Don't answer that question. I want you to just sit on that because I'm going to answer it for you. (laughs) I'm going to answer it for you in just a second. So with expectations, here are the two points that I'm making. We shouldn't have a manual that other people have to live by, nor should we have expectations of others. Because when we get a chance to experience who people are, we get the opportunity to say like, hey, you're cool. I like having you around. Let's be friends. Or when you get to experience somebody, you have the opportunity to say "Uh, who you are just doesn't really work for me in my life. And that's it. That's all we have the opportunity to say. We should not be trying to get other people to conform to what we feel like they should be doing at all times. The only people that we can master are ourselves. And word on the street is we don't even do a good job with mastering ourselves. Like (laughs) We say we're going to go on a diet. We don't go on a diet. We say we're going to get up and exercise. We don't exercise. We say we're going to leave that person alone. We don't leave that person alone. So we don't even do a good job of conforming to ourselves and telling ourselves what to do and, and, and living up to our own expectations. So clearly we can't expect other people to. So that's the first realization I want you to have. I want you to understand expectations, manuals, and I want you to realize that having an expectation on someone is is really unfair. So this brings me to my second thing. And I really wanted to talk about this because you brought this up in your DM question to me. Let me go back to it and read it. Oh, where is it? You said that I just needed my best friend. And, ah, this is what you said. I am so disappointed. Okay, I am so disappointed. I expected more out of her. I'm reevaluating our friendship, and I just don't need, that ain't what I was looking for. Oh, this is the sentence. She said that I shouldn't have never had a position in the first place and that I shouldn't have had a house with a basement anyway. This is the sentence I'm looking for. That wasn't what I expected or what I needed at that moment. Boom. 
what I needed at that moment. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm looking for. So that's the second thing. So we talked about expectations and manual, but the second thing I want to talk about are your needs. So for all of my people taking notes, I want you to write your needs. And then in parentheses, I want you to write a standard. Now, your needs are different than expectations because an expectation when it comes to humans is more like wishful thinking. It's a hope, right? A need is something that you must have to survive or to function. So for me, my need is peace. I got to have my peace at all times. If I don't have my peace, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown like I almost did this week. I don't do chaos. I don't do drama. I don't do mishaps. I don't like arguing, and I've literally been doing that all week. So because I've, I haven't had my peace, I haven't been in a place where I can really thrive emotionally, physically, or spiritually because my peace is like a need. Like It's like the guardians of the galaxy. I would do anything to defend it. <laughs> I have to have my peace. I don't play about me. I don't play about my peace, and you shouldn't play about you. So my question is, what is it that you need from your friendships? And that's really a question that all of us should be asking. We shouldn't be trying to to put our expectations on people, but instead we should be trying to look at the relationships around us and ask ourselves, what do we need out of these relationships? Not in an opportunist trying kind of way like you're trying to get something out of somebody but it's like what are the things that you need as a human to feel valuable that you need to feel good that you need to be able to show up as your best self so what I want to do is I want to go over some examples of expectations and needs and I'm gonna read you a need in you know first person and then excuse me I'm gonna read your expectation in first person and then I'm gonna read you a need so here's the expectation The expectation is, I called you, you didn't answer, I needed you, you should have been available for me when I called, I'm upset. Here's the need. The need is, having friends who are emotionally available is really important to me. So what's the difference between those two statements? Let's talk about it. So in the expectation, a person didn't do what I wanted them to do or how I wanted them to react. Because I wish that they did something that they didn't do. I wanted something from them. I I need, I wanted them to do something. They didn't do it. I got an attitude. I'm upset. That's an expectation. Wishful thinking, right? This action should have produced this result. In the need, I let the person know what was important to me without telling them what they had to do. Let me give you an example. You know, in the dating world, especially when it comes to, you know, dealing with uh, what really anybody, but particularly dealing with men folk. A lot of times when men ask you, what is it that you're looking for? They're not asking you what it is you're looking for so they can like really like learn about you. They're asking you, what are you looking for so they can find a roadmap to your draws or to your heart or to your bank account? I'm not a broken, I'm not being negative, but it's just the truth. They're trying to look for the quick and easy way for you to tell them what is it going to take for me to be able to get what I want out of you, right? So that is what kind of an expectation is because I tell you, I need roses and chocolate every day. So if I tell some man that I need roses and chocolate every day, 
I'm going to get all the roses and all the chocolate in the city of Atlanta. <laughs> I'm going to get rosed and chocolated to death. And I'm going to keep getting that. And it's going to be, it's going to keep being produced because that's what I expected. I expected that because that's, that I put that condition on whoever it was and they're trying to fulfill that, right? So here is how you can tell somebody what you need without telling them what you expect them to do. So let's just say I'm dating this guy and he says, um, what is it that you're looking for? And instead of saying I'm looking for a man to give me chocolate and roses every day, I tell him I'm looking for a man that's thoughtful. Ooh, thoughtful. Now he got to sit here and think and determine what's thoughtful. What can I do for it to be thoughtful? I'm not putting an expectation on him because I didn't tell him in particularly to do anything. I didn't tell him that um, he had to do this. or If he didn't do this, I was going to react this way. None of that's happening. I just let him know a need, which is what we put in uh, parentheses. It's a standard. I let him know a standard. I'm looking for thoughtfulness. It's up to him to determine how he shows up in that thoughtfulness. So that's just like a really wayward example of the difference between an expectation and a need. You're telling somebody how they should act and what they should do in an expectation. And in a need, you are just setting a standard. You're letting them know what you value or what's important to you. Now, this is specifically why expectations are unfair. Because they don't take into consideration the whole circumstance. So let's just backtrack. Let's just talk about expectations a little bit more. If I call you and you don't answer and I get upset that you don't answer, I feel in my, I don't want to say selfishness, I feel internally, maybe because of my background, maybe because of my experience, I feel that you are rejecting me and I could feel that you are abandoning me. But the truth of the matter is you're probably not doing either one. You're probably either sleep, you're at work, you can't get to your phone, you didn't hear your phone, which is my excuse all the time because unless I'm unless I'm looking at my phone, I don't hear it. I don't know why. I even turn my sound on and I still don't hear my phone when it rings. I don't know what that's about, but it could have been a situation like that. So given that it could have been anything, expectations really don't give people the room to allow any other any other reasoning to take place. And expectations, I expected you to do it, you didn't do it, it's a problem. And it doesn't take into account the backgrounds, the experience, the circumstance. Um, issues concerned. It don't take into account anything. Expectation is really a very selfish way <laughs> of going about life. Now, when it comes to a need, that actually is different because it is taken into consideration other people because you don't want to put those kind of pressures on other people. But you also want to be very clear in articulating what you need in order for the friendship to function. In other words, Life is just so much easier and it's so much flowier when we really release people from our expectations and our manuals on what they should be doing and how they should be responding. And the thing that people always fail to realize, and this just blows me, like we are humans and we fail God every day. We sin every day. We're imperfect every day. So if we fail God and the Bible literally says that, 
then surely, surely we're going to fail one another. It's just inevitable. We're going to fail one another. There's no way around it. And this is why expectations don't work. So that was a very long-winded way of me (laughs) answering your initial question. You say, can I give you some perspective? And, And that's what I was trying to do, give you some perspective. So I hope that I succeeded. But, you know, here's here's the answer. It seems as if you have placed some expectations on your friend. And when I say friend, I use that term very loosely, very loosely um, that she may not live up to. So now you have a few different options here. You know, if the relationship and the friendship matters to you then I would encourage you to have a conversation with her and tell her like, hey, when you say things like this or when you make comments about that, it doesn't really add value to our friendship. It doesn't add value to me. So that's one approach you can take. Or you can take another approach, (laughs) which is a I ain't going to say this is what I would do, but I'm saying that I understand this approach. And you can just decide amongst yourself that this friendship does not serve you and you can simply walk away. You know, you got a lot to think about. I don't know how long you guys have been friends. I don't know your history together because that plays a part in in how you respond to somebody, too. Um, So, you know, if you're a listener of my podcast for the past two seasons, then, of course, you know what I would do. You already know because that whole... Mm-mm. That whole, I'm telling you about my life. You got something smart to say. Mm-mm. I ain't telling you what to do, but Amanda don't, Amanda don't play that. Mm-mm. Not at all in these thirties. But anyway, it's not about me. It's about you and what you want to do. So I really hope that that breakdown of expectations and need was able to help you a little bit in seeing how sometimes we we need to look at the things that we want from people and. Sometimes we just expect more out of people than they can give us. And I'm not saying that this is the situation here, but I'm just saying it's just food for thought. It's some more perspective is that sometimes we expect people to give more than what they have. And it is a thousand percent, a thousand percent unfair to ask somebody to give you something or to do something that they don't have the ability or the skill to do. It is. It's just unfair. It's just like asking somebody to love you who doesn't really know what love is. It's unfair. They can't they can't give it to you if they wanted to because they don't know how. So when it comes to this whole friendship thing, it may be I don't know. Like I said, I don't know y'all's business. I don't know the history, but it could be unfair for you to ask her to be a good friend if she doesn't have the ability or the proper tools to be a good friend. If she doesn't know what a good friend looks like or she's never experienced a a good sisterhood or a good friendship, she might just really don't know how to be a good friend to you. You know, if she had a mama who talked to her crazy and lived in the house with women who talked crazy to one another and said negative things, she might not really know how to communicate with you in a way that is mature and productive in a way that speaks life into you. And that's what goes back to this whole expectation. That's why expectations are so unfair because everybody's background is different. Everybody's experience is different. So you cannot expect the same thing out of people as you would expect out of yourself because how they grew up, how they see life, how they experience life is completely different than yours. And they may expect something different. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means it's different. And 
You know, a lot of people have ended friendships and relationships over different expectations. So this is why we don't tell people what we expect. This is why we don't put a manual on people. This is why we tell people what they need. Excuse me. We tell people what we need. And this is why we meet them and we experience them. And we say if it works for us and if it doesn't, and that's it. Because expectations are just too complex. So... Like I said, I hope that was able to give you some perspective that you asked for. And as always, I appreciate you guys like writing into me, sharing your vulnerabilities. I do my best each week to give you the most objective advice I can. I also want to make sure that I give you the information too. Like I said, I gave you some very quick cliche (laughs) advice in the beginning, but I also want to make sure that I add proper context to that and actually give you information and tools that's going to help you outside of this podcast that you're going to be able to use in your other relationships. And that's for my listeners too. I want you guys to be able to use whatever it is that you hear in your personal relationships. And, you know, take what you need, leave what you don't, and let God be the God, you know? That's all I got to say about that. So we are at the very end of the podcast, and this is one of my most favorite parts. Not because I'm ending talking to you guys, but because it's our mantra. And I love me a good mantra because a mantra sets the intention for the day. It sets the tone for the week. So Monday has passed, okay? Can we just write Monday off like we would do on our taxes? Can we just write it off? Monday was, eh. It was all right. Monday was all right. It was okay. But let's just go ahead and write it off. It was the last day of the month. We don't need it anymore. It's in the past. So it's Tuesday. So we get to start our mantra off on Tuesday. And we're just going to claim Tuesday as the beginning of our week. So you all know what to do. Feet on the floor, forearms resting on the thighs, palms resting on the knees, facing upward toward the sky because I want you to receive all good things and all things divine. I want you to take a few deep breaths. It would definitely help if you close your eyes so that way you are not fixated on anything around you. And I want you to repeat after me the mantra, by being present, I am shaping creating and influencing what happens next by being present i am shaping creating and influencing what happens next i want you guys to really think about that i really love that mantra i'm so glad i found it i'm so glad i changed it from the beginning of the podcast too because that mantra says every choice and decision i make right now is gonna affect what happens next so let's live in the moment that's my challenge every week is is to live in the moment of what is. So as I end this podcast episode this week, I am sending you guys out into the rest of your week with peace. And let's see what else I want to send you with. I want to send you with courage. That's something I don't think I've sent you guys out into the world with. I want to send you with courage to tell those around you what you need. Ooh, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like homework. (laughs) It sounds like homework. So that is your homework for this episode of the podcast. I challenge you to be courageous this week. I challenge you to tell the people in your life what you need from them. 
Because sometimes we get so frustrated with people because they don't give us what they want or they don't see us or they don't hear us. And if they don't give it to you and they know it, that's one thing. But sometimes people don't give it to us because they just don't know and understand what we need because we haven't communicated it. So my goal, my challenge for you guys this week is for you to communicate those things. And in order to be able to do that, that's going to take some courage. So I'm sending all good juju, all good energy, all good courage to you for you to be able to have those conversations with people. So I'm going to check in on that next week. And I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rocking with me. And I will see you all next week on episode nine. Bye bye.